Welcome to the Red Cedar Rundown, the number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we recap another blowout loss, this time by Wisconsin. We also discuss the future of the MSU football program and Mark D'Antonio. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Everybody's lucky I'm here today. <laughs> really don't feel the need to talk about this football program or this team anymore. Ready oh. to shut it down for good, bud. For 20 days. Could be the last pod for 20 days. If you people want another one, talk to Gary. Uh, I might be out. Until basketball season? Is that what you're referencing, yeah, those I mean, 20 days? Yeah, I mean, I told you before I was out after Arizona State. I'm on another planet now. <laughs> Coach D'Antonio's in outer space. <laughs> the program is a circus. And I'm out. Of course, I'll probably still watch the Penn State game. Yeah. I, I mean, it's probably going to go well for us. I'm sure we'll do great. <laughs> Can't wait to make my prediction. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to predict what's going to happen in that game. I mean, I don't think Penn State is, is nearly at the level of Wisconsin-Ohio State, but... Uh, I mean, they're a top ten team. Yeah, they're it might, pretty good. It might not be pretty. We'll, we'll learn a lot this week when they play Michigan. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just it's just downright depressing right now. What's going on with the MSU football program? And I mean, name a unit. I'll tell you who sucks. <laughs> we got one at every level. <laughs> Quarterback, not good. Offensive line is the worst I've ever seen. <clears throat> Yeah, I beyond I don't, a travesty. I don't remember uh, under any year under Mark D'Antonio the offensive line being you know this disproportionately so awful. bad, so bad, Com- especially compared to the rest of the units on the team. I mean, it's just the defense criminally overrated. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. We were singing their praises, talking about them being an elite unit. No, I mean, I'm I, done with that. I, I agree i think they're still a good defense especially because where was willikas that entire game yeah no i know but a i mean ghost? when you're on the field for 40 minutes and yeah i mean the offense versus 20 minutes that's what's going to happen yeah the time of possession was disgusting when you basically go three and out every single drive what is your defense supposed to do oh total yards 402 to 149 yeah why'd we even show up should have just just mailed it in and forfeited. I mean, that's basically what we did. Yeah, I mean, other than the Ohio State game, you know, most of the things we've been saying about this team is us shooting ourselves in the foot. But, I mean, this game, it, we were just like, completely overmatched and we were absolutely manhandled. We didn't even have all feet. Fronts we didn't the have game. feet to shoot in this game. We yeah. just sucked. Yeah. We just aren't a good football team. Plain and simple. We don't have good coaches. We don't have good enough players. We can't compete with the top teams in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, and when I don't you, see when it you don't in, get the diamonds in the rough. This is what happens. Yeah, I don't see it getting. We don't develop players anymore. That's plain and simple. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not kidding. It's just I'm done with the coaching staff. I'm done with it. I'm done with all of it. People can call me a bad fan, and I don't give a shit. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a bad fan. I've been a fan for you know 25 years. <laughs> Season tickets for 25 years. I call me a bad fan all you want. When I don't like the product I'm seeing on the field, the behavior of the coaching staff, not even being able to answer simple and fair questions asked by the media, 
I, I, I'm i done with it. I don't want to watch it. It's just a product I don't want. I'm not interested in. I don't think it makes you a fake fan either. You're allowed to be angry with the product that you're seeing if you're a fan. I mean, we do pay money, and, you yeah. know, I saw Naquan Jones, you know, go off. Fake-ass Spartan fans? Bro, do you hear what your coaches are saying? Do you watch your – what? yeah, I get it. You guys practice hard and you try hard, but – the coaches aren't putting them in a position it's the, to be blame successful. Blame your coaching staff. Don't blame the fan base. Blame your coaching staff. Blame your head coach. You know, the guy that's done nothing to make the offense better in the past three years since the 3-9 and nine debacle. That 10-3 and three season looks like a fluke. Our offense was horse shit that year, too. And we've, only got, we've only been getting worse. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> continuously breaking records uh, that D'Antonio has never done uh, since his time here. This was the second shutout of D'Antonio's 13 seasons at MSU, first in a conference game ever. Um, the only other loss was the 38 nothing loss to Alabama or, uh, in the college football playoff. Made Jack Cohen look like Peyton Manning. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he was just picking us apart Well, we were just all over sitting the field. back there in his own defense just doing nothing. Yeah. No pass rush. We looked uninspired. That's that was a very yeah. un, uninspiring game. Yep, I, I, we just looked like we weren't ready. Our leading rusher was a linebacker on a fake punt. Yep. I mean that was a positive. That could have you know maybe got us some positive momentum. And what do we do with it? I think we fumbled Started, or well, sacked love, the next love play. How we get all the way down the field. We get in Wisconsin territory. It's seventeen nothing. I get a little belief because we're you know in the red zone. Sack sack. Punt from the. F- Try not to use the f bomb as much here on the show. Punted from the thirty-eight. Down seventeen. What are you gonna What are you gonna gain from punting there? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're getting blown out already in this game. You're getting physically dominated. Go for it on fourth down. Honest. Obviously, we're not gonna kick a fifty-five yard field goal with that little runt we call a kicker. But, I mean, my God, man. This conservative bullshit I am just tired of, man. Look at our quarterbacks. Healthy day throwing the ball. 12 of 30 for 119 yards. Averaging four yards of completion. Two interceptions. Oh, let's look at their QB ratings. Brian Lewerke, 7.1. And then we got the, uh, you know, the shot putter, as I like to call him. Oh, no, that was Rocky Lombardi, 7.1. Brian Lewerke was a hair better at 8.3. Still Why not give ball. Theo Day a chance? He can't be worse than what we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, we really should be looking towards the future at this point, and that's, I think, going to be a juggling act for D'Antonio moving forward is how much playing time do you get the young guys? And All the, the playing that, time. All of it. I mean, but there's still, like, some salvage, salvageable games here in the season. And Are there? Know, I mean, are there? I mean, really. We outs- could conceivably lose to any team on our schedule that's not named true. Rutgers. Yeah. But, I mean, I see us being Illinois. I see us beating Maryland. Yeah. I mean, come on. What do you mean, come on? Maryland's awful. We ha- I mean, we blew out Northwestern, and, I mean, we, we fought pretty much to the end with Indiana. But yeah, I mean, Purdue beat Maryland 40-14. to That makes me feel better. Yeah. Maryland beat not Rutgers 48-7. So how bad is Rutgers? Exactly. The worst? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Indiana won 35 nothing this weekend so yeah we'll Rutgers. get into that when we get to stay the big 10 but you know <laughs> it's just really disheartening especially you know going to the game i picked 24 17 23 to 13 <laughs> yeah, what, embarrassing. We, it, it just yeah what was i thinking 13 
I, I truly thought we had a chance to at least compete in this game. Um, I but mean, so did I. But apparently, our uh, our defense is a fraud. Yeah, it's clear we're not even in the same hemisphere, or planet, no. or universe of any of the top tier teams in the conference. So, um, it's just it's really it's really it's disappointing. disheartening, man. Yeah. Because D'Antonio built the program up to be eleven wins, ten wins is the minimum every single season. Winning Big Ten titles, made the college football playoff, and then it's only gone downhill since then. Yep. Yeah, you had a little spike at ten and three, which is no doubt been a fluke. 100%. A facade. Big time facade. Nice word, Gary. Thanks, Clark. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what are we, a 7-16? and Because that's where we're trending towards this oh, year. ceiling. Ceiling seven wins right now. No way we get more than seven. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, I mean, like I, I said. Can't, I, I already said I don't predict Michigan to beat Michigan State, and I'm not going to go back on that. But I'm having a very tough time even predicting us to beat Michigan I still right think now. Michigan is trash, but yeah. I mean, um, here's the thing: Have you watched us play? We are. I'm we not saying. Pointed and laughed at Michigan when they lost 35 to 14 to Wisconsin. We just got beat twice as bad. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not twice saying we're any better. I'm just saying it's going to be two trash teams on the yeah, field. It's going to be the much. shit bowl. Nobody should watch. But, you know, I'm just trying to accept the fact because, you know, what we are going to be returning next year and what we have now. I it's mean, not going to get no any better. We're no longer a top team. We're That's, no longer This is why we need there. a complete we overhaul. Can't, we can't expect to win Big Ten championships anymore. No, we need anymore. a complete overhaul. I, I, need some, I need a coaching staff that's going to come in with ideas, somebody that's going to be creative on offense, something that's going to adapt to the modern game of football and where it's heading because our offense is just absolutely the most – despicable predictable garbage that i've ever watched in my entire life yeah it's horrible yeah it's just horrible and they continue to do it week after week you know how gary is i'm gonna put a positive spin on this if if i can sure if i can try please make me smile i will I mean, we did just play against, you know, like I read the stats last time, the number one defense so now, arguably in now the country. We're, you're content with being 7-5. and five. No, no, I'm we're not, a I'm not seven content five with the program I'm now. trying to spin the rest of the season is what I'm trying to say. I'm done with spinning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. some positives, Gary. I mean, I was just going <laughs> to – I don't know. I think there's not a ton of positives I can take from this game. But there's no statistics that I'm going to look at and go – well, that's eye-opening. What a player. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about the offense. This was their worst total offensive game since 94 yards last year against Michigan. So Wow, 94, huh? We mustered up about a buck 40 in this one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Lewerke looked off. The receivers, again, dropping balls. How about when Rocky, you heard, not much better. Did you hear during the broadcast when they said when uh, Treadwell had the receivers on the sidelines? And he said, what coverages are you guys seeing out there? And they shrugged and said, I don't know. You, you don't know? You don't know? Do, do our receivers not know what coverages are on defense? That's a good question. It's astonishing. No, that's coaching, man. That's coaching. That's being prepared. 12 men on the field, huh? Saw that again. Game seven. Little League bullshit. That's unbelievable. Saw it last night at the Lions, too. Inexcusable on all accounts. Game seven in the season 
Shouldn't even be happening in game one. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, sadly, I mean, we keep talking about the offense, but, you know, the defense continues to slide and look bad against elite competition. Um, I mean, the only positive was probably Held Antoine Jonathan Simmons. Taylor to 3.1 yards per carry. Yeah, no, that's good. But, uh, you know, Simmons registered a career-high 10 tackles. I like him. He's a good yeah, player. He's going to be good. Um, if he doesn't enter the transfer portal. Yeah. I'm just kidding. There's a little <laughs> transfer portal joke there for everybody. <laughs> oh, we'll get into those transfer portals here in a second. Uh, but, I mean, there was multiple times that, you know, we had busted coverage. And, um, like we said, Cohen was able to pick, pick ah, us apart. Three flags for lining up off sides. Yep. Our elite defensive line can't line up on sides. Yeah. That just means your head's not in the game. I don't know what else to say other than that. That's bullshit. Yeah, we allowed 403 total yards, including 222 on the ground with three rushing TDs. Yeah, but let's call the fans fake-ass fans. How about you get your damn head in the game, line up on sides, have the proper amount of men on the field before you start making dumbass comments like that. Yep, the last two games we've given up 545 rushing yards and 65 points so what oh not trending in the right direction on defense but um no i mean i don't know i, I don't really want to talk about this game anymore i don't want to talk about the football team anymore but uh all i know is a buy is much needed for this football team it's much needed for myself and my mental health and physical health yeah watching this team is exhausting well i mean watching the lines last night didn't help any of that either let's not get into that that's a wormhole (laughs) i don't want to even go down that that's a dark dark place so stay clear i mean we're playing penn state next week we'll have a full preview for that game next week it'll be a quick five minute preview (laughs) of gary's cat meowing into the microphone and then i'll predict 64 to nothing penn state and then i'll be on my way but i let's just say this clark what do you have any hope for that game no i I don't don't. are you actually gonna go i can't go Thank God. I actually was planning on going and realized I had a wedding. So, yeah, canceled, I, you know, I was luckily pl- I was thinking about going and then I still don't have plans that Saturday, but I'm sure I'll find something a hell of a lot better to do than watch that football game. Well, I'll watch the game, but I, I will not be attending. I want to ask you a question. If we somehow, I mean, like. Shut up. I'm not going to listen to home. this. It's Stop, at home. Bro. It's at no, home. I won't have it. No. It's at home. Stop. No. We beat Penn State last year, and I would say we might have been. Just as bad or worse. Dude, stop <laughs> right now. Cease and desist, okay. Gary. All right, all right, I'll stop. All right, but let's let's talk about something that's also a hot topic because of, you know, like we said, the coaching staff. Can we still and- salvage the season? That's where you were going with that. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to talk about an all-timer for sick jokes. That's right up there. I'm trying to put the positive spin for the fans Guys, out there. They're there's still going to be watching. There's we're probably nothing all positive to take away from the football team right now. We're all going to be watching, Clark, the rest of this game. You yeah, know of that. course even, I'm going to watch. Exactly. Even so, the Lions went 0-16, I'm just, I'm just, I watched every single I'm game. I'm just trying to, you know, if there's something that uh, Spartan Nation can maybe look for. We're sick like that. We keep watching. Yeah. So I'm not a fake-ass fan, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. But, yeah. uh, I mean, right now the questions are swirling. The seat is hot for D'Antonio right now. Maybe the players should stay off Twitter. Huh? How about yeah. that? Uh, Maybe I, they should uh, probably focus on what's going on on the field. And the fans. I really like the Tom Izzo 
uh, tactic sign off for the season. I think that's uh Well, I mean, we're talking about a program that's been running efficiently for 20 plus years in Tom Izzo's basketball team. Yeah. So I'm not too concerned. So but, uh, yeah, Tom Izzo knows. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a couple mailbags. Uh oh. so we're going to just quickly talk about D'Antonio and the future of the program. So uh, I'm going to throw these mailbags mailbags in here as they are relevant to this conversation. So the first one I got is from Mike K out in Farmington Hills. Uh, he says, obviously, Spartan Nation is upset with the team play. And most put the blame on D'Antonio and the coaches. This happened last year, too, but nothing changed right down to the last game of the season. Do you feel the pressure uh, is greater now, and we will see dramatic changes going forward in the remaining games, or will we see more of the same? It's a good question. I fully expect to see more of the same. As the last three years have indicated, it's only more of the same. I think Coach D is too stubborn to change his ways and change anything at this point in time. So, no, I, I fully expect more of the same. I mean, there's not much they can do. It's not like they're going to revamp the offense. They're not going to fire anybody midseason. It's not happening. You heard what he said. You heard his clown comments after the game. I'm not happy about those. I don't think he handled himself well. He was flustered, and he should. He that question. I know it was Hondo that asked him that, who's not really a real journalist. (laughs) They might as well let us in the press room and ask questions if they're going to allow that man to ask questions. You can stay athletics if you're listening. Get us those press passes. Go ahead and send us some press passes so we can sit in front of Hondo and ask better questions. But it was a very fair question and very relevant, and he needs to answer it because I think the fan base deserves to have an answer on that. Yeah, especially, I mean, he made a bold move this offseason, and it's, when you're it's cutting, on his shoulders when you're for what's back going on right now. you're cutting checks to your friends, I want a damn explanation as to why they still have jobs here. I agree. Because the statistics and numbers don't lie. Your offense is trash. It is not even close to trending in the right direction. Actually, it's just I thought we've, we'd reached you know as far down as we could go, but then we keep digging even farther. Yeah. Keep digging even farther. And that looked like a team. I'm not going to question anybody's, you know, mentality of wanting to be there. But there were times when I watched us that we really didn't. We looked lost out there, and I could tell. I couldn't tell if people actually genuinely wanted to be on the football field. Yeah. No, I I felt the same. But as I expect well. more of the same, Gary. Yeah, I mean, I think last year is a good example. I feel the pressure was building last year, and, and we saw no changes, so I don't expect anything to uh, to come of this. Really, it should be the pressure of the assistant coaches because, I mean, we already know they have a one-year contract, so they're going to be gone yeah, regardless. Do we of, think Bill Beekman's going to do anything? Yeah, probably not. So uh, the other question we got came from MD and Cali. He says, I don't know what to think or and do about it anymore. I love what Coach D has done for us but it's clear his inability to change is dragging the program to nearly new lows do i stay out of loyalty or should i actively show my displeasure by not watching i don't think you can go wrong in either direction um i mean obviously we're gonna watch adam's gonna watch too don't let him kid himself yeah i mean like we said there's no way you can as a Spartan fan, not watch. That's just how it is. We, but, even when we're no, terrible, there's nothing wrong with voicing your opinion and not being happy. The people that are sitting back and going, well, coach D took us to the Rose bowl. Coach D won big 10 titles years ago. Sorry. What are you doing for me now? Yeah. You can have a few bad seasons and bounce back, but 
we're not bouncing back. We're trending downward. We're losing recruits. We're getting killed on the recruiting trail. Yeah. It's I hate the trajectory of the program right now. Yeah, that's the thing. I love Mark Antonio for everything he's done. He's the winningest coach in our history. He took our program to new heights, but the fact that he's allowing it, he is allowing this to happen based on decisions that he made. It is trending right back to where it started. Right back to the 7 and 5 John L bullshit, Bobby Williams bullshit that we all grew up with. And it's sickening. And it's only because he made poor decisions that he now needs to live with. And it's time for him to move on, as far as I'm concerned. I know a lot of people aren't going to like hearing that, but it's true. He needs to move on. Yeah, and I know there's a big bonus waiting for him at the end of January. So and I'm I'll sure. tell you who's not the answer as our next head coach. Pat Narduzzi is not the answer. I would agree. And I think he really... You know, whatever D'Antonio does for the future of the program. I mean, just look at the NFL, for example. All the rising head coaches, they're young guns. They have new philosophies. The game's um, changed, man. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- you got to yeah. adapt or die. That's the type we're of dying. times. We're yeah. just dying. Yeah. And if you allow D'Antonio, I mean, like you said, I have so much respect for him. I love the man, yeah. obviously. But, you know. If we allow him to stay in place for another year, we're going to potentially have another year of the same shit. Yeah, we got the old stubborn CEO at the uh, at the helm just running the ship straight into the bottom of the and, ocean. And that's one year, one more year we're going to be behind the rest of the football conference. Yeah, which is years to make up on the recruiting trail. Yep. And I think, you know, D'Antonio's quote after the game, he said, was very frustrating. If you look at it, you say, how did we used to play? We used to play like Wisconsin to some degree. So that's telling that he's saying that we're not, we don't stack up. It's his own fault. Yeah. Look in the mirror, Mark. It starts with you. I mean, the things that have really caught my eye recently is, like you said, just how unprepared the coaching staff seems. Even in simple clock management situations, it's just like they have no idea what to do. Absolutely. They've... They look very unconfident with the decisions that they're making. It's like they haven't practiced this before or been in these situations before, which they have. But it, it just looks completely new to them. They, they, they look lost, man. I agree with you. It's and It sucks, and it's embarrassing to watch. Yeah, and, you know, D'Antoni has really, like you said, he took the program to new heights, and his, the expectations are super high now. Uh, are they too high potentially for what our program can achieve? I mean, achieve? we had a six or seven year run where we were one of the top seven or eight programs in the entire country. So no, he set that expectation. And at these other programs where those expectations are set, they wouldn't even have given that man three years like we have. It's true. They wouldn't have. Three and nine probably would have been the end of it. Then he bounces back with 10-3, and three, followed up with bullshit and bullshit back-to-back I, I seasons. I don't know. If Harbaugh did it at Michigan, uh, they probably keep him around. But well, I mean, that's... If he actually won a Big Ten championship. That's a fan base that I don't <laughs> even want to... I don't even want to get into the mental aspect of the Michigan fan base because they're some of the sickest jokes on planet Earth. I mean, there are some sick puppies that root for that team. I mean, some of the... Some pe- of them are our friends. Some of them, Crazily. I know. Unfortunately. Just kidding. You guys are great. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get into some quick updates. I said it last week. Another week. Another transfer. We got another one entering the transfer pol- portal this week. This time, Weston Bridges. 
heading to that portal. Another running back. So that's three three weeks, three running backs transferring he's out. He's technically a wide receiver. Is that how we recruited him? We recruited. Well, he was a running back, but we moved him to wide receiver. Okay. That probably could be a reason why he might be leaving. Yeah. But not great. Not great. I don't know the statistics for other schools, but I just keep I keep seeing our name pop up in the transfer yeah, portal. Yeah, I think there's a question about it uh, in the mailbag. But uh, we did get a running back commit, surprisingly. Oh, Jordan Simmons. Yes. Nice. Okay. And that was a big get. He chose off uh, over Georgia, LSU, Florida State, Oregon, Louisville, West Virginia. I mean, that's... I mean, Georgia's a big name. LSU, obviously huge. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, a good get Florida for State us. Florida State seems to be trending in the same direction as our program. Yeah. So, I mean, top 40 running back, we'll take him. Yeah. Take I anything mean, we can get at this point. But I noticed one thing about recruiting. Doesn't look like we're getting a lot of offensive line recruits, Gary. No, not so, good. So, once again, the coaching staff, <laughs> fart noises. Yeah. Figure it out or get out. All right, let's do a quick state of the Big Ten. Uh, really, the biggest game last week was Penn State beating Iowa 17 12. Um, I mean, it's a big win for them on the road. Iowa's a very tough place to yeah, play. Yeah, it will be, like I said, it will be very interesting this week. The biggest game is, is Michigan at Penn State, and we know last time Michigan went to Penn State. Quick prediction, Penn State victory. I would also agree. I mean, Michigan barely escaped Illinois this week. 25 so. straight from the Illini. I was watching <laughs> it. It was a barn burner. It was a horrible football game. Oh, shout out to DPJ for getting to 1,000 career receiving yards at Michigan. Only took three seasons. <laughs> Minnesota now ranked <laughs> in the top 25 surprisingly I mean they haven't really beat anyone Minnesota in now um, ranked Spartan fans Minnesota now ranked yes we're four and three and slipping Minnesota's ranked I mean Minnesota literally has paid, played no one though but uh, ranked. we lost Arizona State at home Ranked scored Arizona seven State. points in that game. <clears throat> anyway, let's t- quickly uh, touch on basketball. There's S- Gary little- trying to puff out his chest and tell me how good Arizona State is. <laughs> They're ranked. Uh, but we got some bas- quick basketball Hold on one second. Notes. Quick check before we jump on the basketball trail. Quick update. Cincinnati Bearcats, 5-1. and one, I know. And ranked in the top 25 in the country. Okay. People, w- people will not forget that there was a bet made on this podcast if Cincinnati gets to nine and three, Gary owes me five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Never committed that bet. Never happened. The tape has been erased from that podcast. So download it. Send it to me. Uh, basketball news. Some negative basketball news. Jalen Terry decommitting for Michigan State this week. How do you feel about that, Clark? Kid doesn't want to compete. I don't want him here. He's scared of Hoggard. Is that what you think it is? Uh, it sounds like he just wants a guaranteed starting spot, which, I mean, Tom Izzo's not in the business of doing that. So yeah. if he doesn't want to be here, I mean, I want us to keep continue to recruit him. It sounds like he's still considering us. I Honestly, I don't blame him, though. He's a kid. He wants what's best for him. He needs to choose what's best for his future. Um, he's going to be a hell of a player. If he can get more PT and be the man somewhere else, I completely understand it because it sounds like he would have to compete with Hoggard for the point guard spot. So I think we're going to be fine no matter what. But, and this does open up another spot for, you know, another position. Yeah, I mean, if we could swoop in and get someone, that'd be great. I don't really see it happening. But, you know, maybe uh, Terry will decide to recommit. Guess we'll wait Terry, and see. Terry, if you're listening, recommit, please, anytime. We'd love to have you. <laughs> you're always welcome back in the green and white. But, uh, yeah. 
I saw a tweet this week. It's that, just what I hate about kids committing so early on in the process. Yeah. They don't go fully through the... Especially 17, 18-year-old kids. Yeah, they don't fully, you know, go through it. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's 18 years old. So right. you know, let him make the decision that's best for him. I agree. Wow, lawyer plumping up, huh? Yeah, I saw a tweet. Lawyer putting on 20 pounds, he's allegedly. He's been getting Billy's goodie bags, his yeah. gift baskets. Yeah. Helping his him out. arrangements. <laughs> fattening him up. Thanks, Billy. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, our top pounds, five. This wow. w- yeah, top wow. five this week. Actually, it's a top three, and this is uh, a suggestion coming from uh, Adam D. He says, don't want to go full-blown top five. So let's say... Yeah, what your football team doesn't deserve a top yeah, five. What are your more. top three Mark D'Antonio coach games you've attended? His are the Rose Bowl, uh, Rocket Play, which is uh, Wisconsin. He said, skipped a dry wedding, thank God. And <laughs> uh, Penn State 2010, Big Ten uh, championship clincher on the road. All right. I am not going to go Rose Bowl number one. I am going to go Big Ten title game versus Ohio State number one. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. That was a real doozy. Really enjoyed that one. That was a good time. Two, I'm going to go Rose Bowl. Three, I could agree with him and go Rocket as well. I was sitting in the end zone in which that occurred, and it was glorious. I'm going to go with Little Giants. Mm, mm. That was also in the end zone that we had our season tickets in, so... I'm going to go with Little Giants for number three. Yeah, I mean, pretty much you have two of my three, uh, uh, Rocket Play and Little Giants. Yep. But uh, number one, I was at Ann Arbor 2015. (laughs) He's got trouble with the snap. Yes. Don't want to get into the details of that game. There's no need. uh, It's a great game. Gary was there. I was there. Send us your top three. We know you guys don't like to participate in that. <laughs> but, hey, maybe one of you will. Salt, if you're listening, toss, toss us one our way. Rose? Never mind, Rose. <laughs> you hoggard hater. Oh, love the fries. All right, let's get into the mailbag. First mailbag question coming from uh, our former betting expert and one-time co-host, Billy G. I think he's still stuck Detroit. in Green Bay. He uh, attended the uh, Green Bay Detroit game last night. So yeah, he brought a lot of good luck to the Lions. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> he said, uh, "Which is a better coaching staff: 2017 to 2019 MSU led by D'Antonio, or 1991 <laughs> to 2001 Power Middle School, which is the school we attended in middle school, led by Ex- Al Byer? Yep, our good uh, coach Al Byer. Excited for your takes on this one. Thanks, guys." <laughs> Oh, man. 100%. I'm going to go hands down with B, Al Byer. Yeah. Coaching legend. Shout outs to Byer. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Byer's, obviously it's hopefully kind of Byer's, a joke question. Hopefully but. Byer's still alive. I'm not, uh, <laughs> if he is, shout out to you, Al Byer. Uh, that's a good good joke there from Billy. That was Billy. a really good joke. But in all seriousness, I'm going to go 91 to 2001 Power Middle School. Yeah. That was an elite program. I all did right. not play on Power Middle School's team. I did. So I played real football for the Farmington Rockets. <laughs> All right, let's Somebody go to our, take a run at me. Let's go to our next question. Joe V from Denver Salty Dog he said fourth guy just entered the transfer portal this year, which is Weston Bridges. Mm. Is this adding to the concern of the state of the program, or is this normal across D one programs? Great question. Did you do any research on that, Gary? I did not. Neither did I. But it does not seem normal, especially three from the same position group. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a backlog at running back right I now. I did, however, see Connor Hayward was online tweeting, they're going to remember our name 
And if they don't, you know, if they don't miss us now, they will. Okay, Connor. Way to kick our team down. We're down 38 nothing. You left the team halfway through the season. Don't want to hear another You're word from quitter. you. Don't want to hear another word from you. Shut your mouth. Got another one from Adam D out in Cali. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got more. Adam D. We appreciate it. Yeah. I think people could stand to learn a thing or two from Adam D here. Good questions. Funny questions. He's enjoying himself. He says, with two bye weeks in the next three weeks, what are some fun fall activities you'd recommend doing? My Saturdays have been consumed with MSU football, so I'm not used to having time Time to to do do life. life. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, mine have been filled with the exact same thing. And uh, then Sunday, Lions football. So it's really been uh, quite a... Quite a bad run here. Might clean up the house. You could probably clean up the house. You know, if you have a dog, take your dog on a walk. If you're like Gary, the walk, cider mill. walk both your cats. <laughs> um, there's a lot, guys. Michigan's beautiful this time of year in fall if you live in Michigan. Cider mill. I don't really understand the hype behind the cider mills. It's not really my thing. Sounds like Gary's a cider mill guy. I did go to Blake's where they do serve... If they serve hard cider and beer, which so that's is nice. Actually, Dees, if, if they have that, I'm in. Okay. Apple picking, not my forte. <laughs> not really into it. Apple cider, unless it's mixed with a little rum in it and heated up, <laughs> then we're talking business. Other than that, I don't know, man. Go down to Detroit and figure it out. Yeah. I got some. Uh, I got some late. And I'm pretty sure Adam lives in like San Diego, so just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Enjoy the weather. Cause it's getting crappy here. But we got some uh, some last minute mailbags flying in here. Uh, got a couple questions actually from Mike K on Farrington Hills. He says, considering the high number of graduates graduating seniors, do you see the Spartan football going into the gutter over the next couple seasons? Is there enough talent remaining on the team to compete for a Big Ten championship? Zero percent chance for a Big Ten title in the next couple of years. Um. I, I think we're stuck in the six and six, seven and five rut with the talent we have here. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I especially with what we're going to be losing on defense, it's going to be very tough. Playing in meaningless bowl games. At, the coaching staff has to change. That's the name of the game. That If you want to get out of this rut that we're in, it has to start right after this season, right away. Yeah. Um, he also asked, do you feel that Spartan Nation – will feel that the season is a success if they beat the Ann Arbor Clowns. I mean, will it bring a smile to my face? Sure. Will I be all the way back? Not by any means. Do I think it should save the coaching staff's job? Hell no. Not by any means. But yeah, I think, no, it won't be a success by any any stretch of the imagination. I think it would give people some, you know, something to hang their hat on and be happy about. And I'd be happy for the outgoing seniors to get another win in Ann Arbor for them. But uh, no, no, by no means would it be a success. What if we if we win out? What what, what would if we win out? Did, uh, okay. Really, uh, that's I mean, outside of Penn State, uh, it's not that crazy. Outside of Penn State, because that would mean Illinois, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan. That's the that's the four other games outside of Penn State. That would give us a shot at ten wins in the season if we Stop. picked up a win in the ball game. I'm just throwing Guess it out there. Guess who's going nowhere if that happens? Throw- Guess who's going nowhere? I know anyone on the coaching staff I know. if that happens. I know. 
I'm not going to root for us to lose. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me questions like that. <laughs> okay? Don't do it. Don't put that evil on me. All right. All right. What if we win out? This is an interesting question. Wouldn't be surprised. Probably would be something that D'Antonio would have up his sleeve. Yeah. Well, right now we are. I just want to. But what if we went out? I would just look back and go, then how the hell do you play like that against Wisconsin? Unmotivated. How do you turn it up now? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't I, I just don't see it. I don't see how it's physically possible for them to do that. I agree. All right, last question coming in from Namir in Farmington Hills. He says, if D'Antonio's if D'Antonio decides to step down at the end of the season, do we have a shot at getting Meyer out of retirement? Would be great to see if we can resume his dominance over the Ann Arbor Clowns and Hairball as we haunt OSU on forcing him out. um no god no why would urban meyer want to come to michigan state yeah under any circumstance yeah he's gonna go to usc he's the next coach at usc yeah it seems like writing's on the wall it seems like that's where hell i'd rather coach usc than michigan state it will be interesting if d'antonio does go to see who the prospect of uh coaches will be justin wilcox california let's go guess we'll wait and see I know a lot of people don't like P.J. Fleck for some reason, but his team's currently undefeated. Would you rather have P.J. Fleck or Pat Narduzzi? That's my question, Gary. P.J. Fleck. Thank you. And anybody that says otherwise is a buffoon. (laughs) Justin Wilcox, Pat Narduzzi. Wilcox. Thank you. Anyone that says otherwise is an idiot. I love Pat Narduzzi. If he wants to come back and be our defensive... If he wants to come back and be our defensive coordinator again... I'm all aboard about giving him a lifetime contract. That's fine with me. But I do not want him running the program. That's for sure. Yeah, we need to. Is uh, he going to get fired from Pitt and then we're going to hire Pitt's ex-coach? Not on this planet. I don't think so, man. No. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Well, I guess we'll see where it goes. If you have uh, some opinions, feel free to at Clark at the at Red Cedar Rundown Twitter account. Gary Gary sometimes responds too, but I, I do respond quite often. It could be either one of us. No one knows. All right. So as we said, we'll be back next week to do a full Penn State preview. Um, So thank you for listening to this episode. And feel free to go to our Patreon website, patreon.com slash Red Cedar Rundown. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Alexa. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And as always. Go green. Go white.